Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom, and welcome to another sighting episode of the Just Seen Podcast. And today, as you've seen from the title, we're going to be talking about a variation of the self, specifically three itties. <laughs> and I call it the three itties because it was two of them long to write out singularity, duality, and divinity, right? But all of them end with itties. And there's a, there's a connection between all three of those and our individual self. Uh, if you study the tree of life, if you read Sophia 3 and you got to the tree of life and you got to the area between perception and perspective, that small window right there, that path, that area of the tree of life is largely indicative of what's going to happen with singularity, duality and um, divinity. Right. A lot of people look at divinity as uh, mysticism, as uh, some divine shit you have to die for, die to achieve or or like a, just a certain level that you have to no it's not a level it's a personification of the self it's a representation of the self and it's specifically the representation of the self as i mentioned in one of the previous episodes when the opposing sides are aligned with each other the opposing sides are not opposing anymore you feel me duality is when the opposing sides are opposing and singularity is when there are no opposing sides right now the wild part about that is like the way the layer and the web and the structure works, singularity and divinity are still one and the same. You feel what I'm saying? There's still that oneness there. You feel me? Duality, it's still a oneness, but it's in the other direction. You feel me? But singularity is when the oneness, when the singularity is being oblivious to the oneness, divinity is being fully aware of the oneness and the duality is how the oneness is understood. You see what I mean? We live in a space that always talks about balance. Like it's crazy how when it comes to when it comes to spirituality for real, not religion, not social media spirituality, I mean like true spirituality. It's about the balance of the self. You know, spirit in spiritu means breath. Spirit derives from the Latin word inspiritu means breath. What that always represented was breath as a function. Breath is a powerful thing because when you understand that we they teach us in the religious context or whatever with so many different layers about the breath of life, right? But breath is important because breath is balance, right? But it's specifically balanced between the human self. So when we get the breath of life, we have the capacity to, of course, breathe. But we don't understand the dynamics of breathing the way we should. Right. Because if you go into the layers on um, perspective of it, breathing is the only autonomic thing that we can control. You feel what I'm saying? We're going to breathe by ourselves regardless. But when we want to, we can control our breath. Reason why this is important is because your breathing is also tied to the two variations of your nervous system. You feel what I'm saying? You have sympathetic and parasympathetic modes. Sympathetic mode is your fight or flight response. When you're in fight or flight response, you breathe into your upper chest, right? Now, when you're in your parasympathetic mode, that's rest and digest, that's when you breathe into your stomach and it puts you in a different state of your, um. my bad, my phone just went off. It puts you into a different state of your um your balance, right? So the breath literally is how we balance our inner selves. We balance our nervous system with our breath. You feel what I'm saying? When you study meditation, you study Tai Chi, you study anything that, any kind of martial art, not only martial art, but just anything that, that centers the body or whatever, 
But when you study these things, they teach you about breathing and how important the breath is. When we're athletes, when they're playing sports, whatever the case may be, they teach you to breathe into your chest. Why? Because that gets stuff, that gets oxygen into your body the fastest. You feel what I'm saying? But when you breathe deep into your diaphragm, it gets oxygen into your body the deepest. But even deeper than that, it's they regulate different sides of your nervous system. You feel me? This relates to spirituality because that is a whole metaphor for that exact thing, right? Spirituality is about how well you are balanced within yourself. Your spirit is your nervous system. Well, your soul is your nervous system. The spirit is how that nervous system is balanced into the mind and all that other stuff. But for the most part, the nervous system is directly tied to your soul. Therefore, your spirituality is in tune with your nervous system. That's where the breath comes from. Right now, cycling it back to what I was talking about, this is where you have the singularity, the duality, and the uh, the divinity, right? Because within the self, if you're not aware, if you if you're, I'm gonna use the continue with the breath metaphor. If you're just not attuned to the breath, and you just only focus on the automatic function of it, you feel what I'm saying? You're not aware of the two sides of it. You feel me? So the duality doesn't come into play. Therefore, you can't tap into divinity to know the whole thing. So when we look at one of the three eighties, or we look at all three of the eighties, we kind of understand that spiritual side of it all is supposed to teach you how to, to split the side, split yourself into what you're oblivious to become, become, um, aware of it and then unify it. You feel me? To get you back to the self. You see what I'm saying? If we watch children, baby sleep, right? When they deep, when they sleep, they sleep deep. They sleep deep into their diaphragm. You say their whole belly rise and shit. But as you get older, you work more and shit like that. You don't breathe into your belly no more. You breathe straight into your chest. That's not an accident. That's not an accident. That's not an accident because it's designed for you to stay in sympathetic mode. Because if you're in sympathetic mode, you're in fight or flight response. And if you're in fight or flight response, guess what? Your nervous system is haywire. Therefore, you're not digesting anything. This is when you can get the pills and you can get all of the drugs and stuff you have to take because it bypasses all that other shit. But until you understand you and understand who you are, somebody else would dictate and all of that. And I know it seems like I'm drifting, so I'm going to go ahead and pause there and we're going to take a quick break. Uh, and be sure to follow me on Instagram at, um, damn, I fucked up the flow because I was too deep into it. All right, but we're going to take a quick break. Before we dive heavy into it, we're going to take a quick break. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram at underscore just underscore scene underscore. Be sure to check out my website at IamJustSeen.com to get all things that are just seen. To all those who tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you are greatly appreciated. To all, to all those who would like to tip, donate, and sponsor to the podcast, you can do so by clicking the link in the description of the podcast. Not the episode, but the podcast itself. And you know the vibes, Cash App and PayPal are just fine. And that's that for this, and that's, that, that's this for that. So when we come back, we're going to dive into the self. The three itties. What did I say I was gonna call this shit? Where's my mind at right now? Um, we're gonna dive into yeah, I just call it the self. Um, oh, we're gonna dive into the self, study understanding the three itties. And don't forget to visit IamJustSeen.com. There you can get all things just seen. You wanna add a soul for L series to your library? visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to learn how to master the markets for serious trading and investing? Visit IamJustSeen.com. You want to get your hands on some exclusive merch like tees, hoodies, coffee mugs, hats, bags? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Are you thinking about transitioning into the plant-based lifestyle? 
visit IamJustSeen.com. You ever want to just chat with Seen about anything from simple advice to mentorship? Visit IamJustSeen.com. Anything and everything that is me, you can find at IamJustSeen.com. So take a quick peek into my world to see why being just seen is nothing less but always more. Because you never really know what you need until you see it. And you will never see it unless you visit IamJustSeen.com. All right, all right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Ow. And without further ado, we're going to dive straight heavy into this motherfucker. So let's spin in the back. All right. So when you're understanding yourself, that's what, like, this is what, that's where I was leading to at the end of that. So it seemed like I was just talking about breathing and shit, but no, spirituality, because spirit means breath. And that's why I got off, got off of all of that. Right. So your spirituality is how you balance yourself. You feel what I'm saying? The breath is the physical way in which you balance yourself. You feel me? Because you have to inspire, you have to expire, which breathe in, breathe out. I don't mean expire in the sense of death, but inspire means to breathe in. Expire means to um to give out, to um, yeah, to breathe out, or whatever the case may be. But all of those points have significance when it comes to singularity, duality, and divinity. Right? So first let's let's go ahead and address what the singularity is, because your spiritual system, like I don't care if you if it's religion that you believe in, spirituality, it's atheism, it's whatever. It's all has the same shit, bro. It all is the, the goal of life and the path of life is to take you from singularity to divinity. Take you to the full circle moment. You feel what I'm saying? When you study the tree of life, you go from Kether to Malkuth. By the time you get there and you understand if you've walked the process, even if you didn't actually do it for your own life, but studying the content and studying the material of the tree of life, going from Kether to Malkuth, you realize, oh, when it's all said and done, I'm going to I'm going to be back at Kether again. Like Kether and Malkuth are one and the same. They're just different expressions of the same shit because it walks you through the path of understanding that you go from singularity to duality to divinity. And if I had to divide it, I would say like, because it's not really broken up into thirds, but I would say like the first third of the tree of life from Kether, like the first three spheres and six and three paths, I would say would be considered singularity, right? Then that middle quadrant, that ass whooping quadrant, you know what I'm talking about from the uh, the emperor down through the uh, the strength and the tower. Yeah. That area right there, that's 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 duality, baby. That's duality. But then the final pieces, the final three where you have the sun, the moon, the moon path, what is it, the moon path, the sun path, and then the world, Malkuth and all of that. Um, the, what is it, the sun or the star path? Star path, the sun path, and then the moon. That final quadrant. I should have prepped and should have had a tree of life in front of me because I didn't know I was going to go with this way. But that final path is the divinity. You feel me? And then as you go through the tree, you get back to the point where you're like, oh, shit, Kether and Malkuth put me on the same thing. Initially, when you look at the very first path, leaving off of Kether, which is the initial sphere, it starts you off on a full path. And then you get to the world path or the universe path, and it's like, oh, the universe and the world, yes, it's different perspectives of the same thing. The full, in a sense, is singular. It says the full is a matter of singularity. You feel what I'm saying? The universe is a matter of divinity. You feel me? That's why universe means the opposition of the one or the world card or the world path or whatever the case may be. I use card because tarot also labels these things as well. But it's all letters of the, it's all points of the tree of path from the Hebrew alphabet. I can go on for days. You got to read Sofra 3 to actually see what I'm talking about. 
or just study a tree of life. But when we initiate our lives, we, we all go through singularity, right? And singularity, and this is when it ties a little bit into the child area, when I had a podcast, I think I had an episode on that where I was like the child, the adult, and the elder, or whatever. Singularity begins in childhood, right? It begins in childhood. We do not develop divinity until our innocence is taken. I mean, duality until our innocence is taken. This is where the problem comes in. Because within your singularity, you know, I even mentioned it in a previous episode. I was talking about fear and will. Where I was like, um, children aren't, it's not that children are fearless, they're willful. You know what I'm saying? They don't even conceptualize fear. They only conceptualize will in their singularity. You see what I'm saying? Once you get back into your divinity, your will is back in, your will is now understood. As a child, you don't have an understand, you don't understand your will. You just know, I could do whatever I want to do. But then you hear limitations of people, you can't do this, you can't do this. And you often forget, you often don't realize the difference between permission and ability. And that's one of the things that fucks up our singularity. You feel me? But even deeper than that, our singularity is damaged and taken away from us when our innocence is destroyed. You feel me? When people say a child's innocence, like I used to look at it because when I used to be a kid hearing it growing up, they'd be like, oh, that baby's innocence was taken. Like, nigga, what the fuck is innocent? There's a lot of things that we used to say that aren't as mystified as we saying. Like people be like, that person sold their soul. I used to wonder how you can really sell your soul. I remember on some funny shit, like it wasn't really funny, but I was watching The Simpsons one day and Bart sold his soul to Millhouse for $5, right? Because he was in church, like, I ain't got no soul. And the way they played it on The Simpsons was like when he walked up to the uh when he walked up to the scanner, uh, like you know how the automatic door slide open and shit? Cause he sold his soul to Millhouse. Whenever he walked up to the door, the doors didn't open. So I'm watching that as a kid and I'm like, Oh, so when you what I'm like, so when you say you can actually sell your soul, you can give it out. And I was like, I didn't want to know how as if I was trying to sell it, but I want to know how, like how you sell your soul. Like, what do you do? How are you still alive if you sell your soul? Because I always had a deep connection, understanding that your soul is what animates you. But how are you still alive if you sell it? Then I learned that your soul is really your inner essence. You know, as I got older and you sell it by not doing with your inner essence what you're designed to do with it. You feel me? I've had somebody ask me <laughs> on some stupid shit. Like, is but it shows the mentality because they're significantly older than me. But I'm like, yo, you still mentally not a, you're not an adult yet. Because they was like, if they's like, I want to know that if if the if the sky if, if the final battle happened, would you take the mark of the beast? I said, fuck no. Like that's not real, my nigga. Like, what are you talking about? No, nah, because I'm just not just because you you're changing on me and I need to know if you're going to take the market of beast. Same motherfucker broken the COVID. So I'm like and got the vaccine. So I'm like, wait a minute. If I said so, I'm like, so you're going to ask me if I would take a market of beast. Right. And y'all know, like and you read in the context of the book, it'll tell you, like, you feel me? The torture and atrocities that what they got, what what they would do to you to make you have to take the market of beast was significantly more than making you stay in the house getting cabin fever and and scare you about a disease that, you know, your immune system would have fought off. It was deeper. It's, it's, it's way worse than that. And y'all broke and got a vaccine. So I said, when you really think about who's going to take the market of beast, it's going to be y'all niggas, not me. <laughs> I weathered the storm. I stood on 10 toes, nigga. But the point that I was making with that was the conceptualization of how people from that singular space who haven't had that innocent take, take, taken away from them, still operate from a child's mentality. 
right? Even deeper than that, when you look at how can you sell your soul, it's like, what do you do? You feel me? You sell your soul by putting a price on your essence. You feel me? Everybody be thinking, oh, they sold their souls to the devil for entertainment purposes and music and shit like that. Nah, nigga, every day you go to work, your soul is soul. You feel me? It ain't as extreme as people think it is because you're not worshiping devils. You're not doing shit like that. No, you put a price on your essence and you're not using your essence no more. You put a price on your essence and somebody else is using it. That's it. That's what it means to sell your soul. So tying it back to the point that I was making with innocence, I always wonder, like, how can a child have the Like, what is innocence? Like, what is the innocence that is taken away from a child? Is it something that I own? Like, who takes it? When does it get taken? Is it like a virginity and shit? Like, what the fuck is it? You feel what I'm saying? And then it, 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 as I got older and I developed, I understood what innocence was. Innocence is when your singularity shifted into duality. See, as kids, we don't have, like, this is why they be like, your kids are so brutally honest. Kids will tell you the truth. No, kids are in this singular space. Kids are in a singular space. Liars are bred out of innocence being taken away. Like we be thinking innocence, innocence is all, isn't always a child being molested, a child being touched, whatever. The moment a child is told that they have to pick a side of good and bad and they can't just be, you feel me? If your breath stink, I had a homegirl, she told me this one time. She said, she said like, she said, bruh, you rude. I'm just like, how am I rude, bro? She said, because like, you the type of motherfucker that would tell somebody that they breath stink. If I'm like, if the motherfucker stank, tell him it stank. She said, no, like, that's wrong. She said, I'm the type of person that to give him a piece of gum. That's fucked up because now they're thinking you just offer him some gum and they ain't going to go fix the issue. But if I tell the motherfucker, hey, look, bro, you need to touch that shit up, bro. Go hit the back of your mouth. Like, you feel me? Like, that's not cool. You feel me? I'm wrong? No, it's because when you are, when your innocence is taken as a child, you can no longer be honest. People don't look at that. Your singularity, that area of singularity is when we start developing honesty and dishonesty that's when we start to develop dualities which leads us ultimately into dual nature but that's when we start deciding which sides we have to pick you feel what i'm saying because within a singularity we start to learn how to behave we don't learn how to be we learn how to behave and that is when the innocence is taken the tainted reality is that a lot of times the innocence doesn't get restored because we don't understand how to restore it you feel me? Innocence is restored ultimately through the through the final component of bringing the duality back in alignment. You feel what I'm saying? And understanding the true true dynamics itself. But when when you are in that singular space, this is literally child mentality. I don't give a fuck how old you are, or whatever the case may be. Understand it from the essence perspective I already presented it on before. You feel me? The child is the inexperienced. Right. The inexperienced person is operating, can operate in singularity because I have nothing to dictate my feelings. I have nothing to sway my opinion. I just have what is. You feel me? So that's why they they look at children and they be like, are they in a terrible twos phase or whatever the case may be? Mm -mm, they're not really in a terrible twos. They're in their natural essence. And they don't behave. And now you're forcing them to behave. The terrible two, the two-year-old era, era is a very pivotal point of life that I don't think a lot of people understand because children aren't terrible at that age. Like literally you have a whole collective of society that calls two-year-olds terrible. Sit with that. You're calling two-year-olds terrible 
as an adult, as a grown ass adult who's had experience and trials and tribulations throughout this life, a two year old is terrible to you. You don't have the patience. You don't have the wherewithal. You don't have the performance. You don't have the nothing. You have no preparation for a two year old, bro. What the fuck has life been teaching you? Like life really has to be kicking your ass as a whole. And I'm saying this respectfully, you know what I'm saying? Because we have to look at the collective as a whole. Life has been really kicking your ass when two-year-olds are a problem. Like, have you ever been around two-year-olds? All they want to do is be themselves. Like, I don't think we really get that. <laughs> All they want to do is be, be themselves, be expressive, be free. And they have the memory banks starting to develop to where they're storing shit. You feel what I'm saying? And we want to tame them. Call them terrible. Somebody has programmed you to believe that a two-year-old is terrible. So you can approach that two-year-old as if what? They're terrible. Because they're free. And you have a nerve to say that you're not enslaved. You didn't sell your soul. You already sold that shit a long time ago. And now you're, putting, you're teaching your baby how to put theirs on the auction block. Like, think about that. Two-year-olds are fucking free. Like they're, they, they beat on shit. They draw, they like, like you put them in, in chaotic situations. You put them in situations that allows them to be free. They're learning, they talk, they point, they stare, they do all these things because they're observing the world. And we call that terrible. What do you think that does to the innocence of a child? You feel what I'm saying? It starts to develop the obedience. Obedience is just a fancy word. It's a euphemism for slavery. Like <laughs> you're a good slave, nigga. The fuck? You're obedient. You're not a good human. You're an obedient person. That means you're gonna, you're willing to do what's what's what you're willing to do what makes people feel good. That's what that's the foundational pieces in the development of people pleasing. You feel what I'm saying? So in that, we're gonna start going down the process of the singularity and the duality. Because once your innocence is taken and you split, terrible twos, however it is, as a child, this is when it's developed, but we develop two natures. And this is when our duality starts. And our reality, our life is predicated upon this particular duality, people pleasing and spitefulness. You feel what I'm saying? The first part of the singularity, as I mentioned it being within this tree of life, you know, the first couple is root chakra shit. You feel me? It's root chakra shit. Your divinity your, your duality begins to kick in within your sacral and your solar plexus chakra. Now, this is why these are important. Well, sacral, solar plexus, sacral, solar plexus, and heart chakra, those three are going to be where your duality is. You feel me? Because the sacral chakra is about where your feelings are. Your solar plexus is your personal identity. And your heart chakra is, of course, your love and hate, how you love. And, you know, love is the power for betterment through correction. And hate is the power for, in, um, power for detriment through incorrection. You feel me? Incorrectionism, but follow the parallelism, parallelisms, right? Those three chakra areas we don't ever get off of because we never get out of survival mode. So it's really very, very difficult to deal with our dualities, to bring ourselves back into divinity from the beginning. But when you're looking at the duality perspective of that, it starts as a child either being a people pleaser or a spiteful person. You feel me? When we look at kids that, oh, that kid bad. Like I heard it. I ain't hear it all the time. But feel me, my nickname was Ray Ray and shit. So you feel me? I was one of those niggas. Oh, that's little Ray Ray and them. But you feel me? But I wasn't a bad kid. I was an active kid. Now, what I've learned about the bad kids who you keep calling bad, they become spiteful. You feel me? You have the kids that become people pleasers and you have the kids that become spiteful. 
People pleasing and spitefulness is the same shit. People pleasing is when, oh, I'm going to do good for a reward. Spiteful is I don't give a fuck about your reward. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this bad just so I don't have to get your reward. You feel what I'm saying? I've never met a kid who was who I never met a spiteful person who didn't have a childhood where they were constantly called bad. You feel me? Also, I've never met a people pleaser who didn't have a childhood where they were always called good. They weren't a good person. They behaved well. Spiteful people, they're not bad people. They behave badly or behave poorly. You feel what I'm saying? And nobody ever guided them. Why? Because terrible fucking twos. At the terrible two stage, you automatically label them. And it sucks for us as um, young kids and shit, especially in the black community, the little black boys and shit. We are automatically deemed bad. Shit crazy. Shit's fucking crazy. We can have the purest heart. We can be some of the like, oh, that little nigga bad. Why he bad? And you wonder why you're either going to create a motherfucker who becomes a people pleaser or you're going to create a, a spiteful motherfucker. Why y'all always got to call me bad? Why y'all always got to label me negative? Why y'all always like, there's nothing wrong with me. Why can't I be expressive? Why can't I be happy? Why can't I be those things? And it's like, I got to have that shit shut down. You break the spirit. You feel me? You break the balance within themselves when the innocence is, is, is destroyed and you make them pick a side. So now we, we start off our life learning how to either please adults or be spiteful to them. And we practice it as children to develop that. That shit, we practice it as children, but we still do that shit as adults. We still do that shit as grown-ass motherfucking adults. We have a rebellious teenage stage. We have a midlife crisis. We still do that shit when we have already been ingrained and been embedded within ourselves to be a people pleaser or a spiteful motherfucker. People be like, why do motherfuckers lie? Why do motherfuckers demand the truth? Why do motherfuckers lie? Because why am I in a space where I have to please you? You, like, we got to think about it. We're, we put the burden on a lot of children. A lot of us as children, we have burdens put on us to monitor and to to control. To I'm a, We had the burden as a child to be responsible for an adult's feelings. Like, I don't think y'all understand the capacity. That innocence gone, nigga. The innocence destroyed. Imagine that. Grown-ass adults can call children terrible twos. Same terrible twos have to learn at this age to be responsible for the feelings of adults. You don't say that. That's not nice. That's this, then the third. You hurt mommy's feelings. You hurt daddy's feelings. Nigga, that's a two-year-old, nigga. <laughs> Fuck is you bitching for, homie? <laughs> Why the fuck does, why are you putting more power? Why are you giving more power to a child to be, to be in control of feelings you're supposed to be in control of? But this goes back into what I'm saying. Once your innocence is restored, now you start to deal with the three chakras, the sacral, the solar plexus, and the heart. The solar plexus is where your feelings are. So you mean to tell me because we as an we're as a we as adults don't monitor and regulate our own feelings and we are, you know, we can't control them or we need help with them. We're putting the responsibility of a child. To be more aware of our feelings and how they're going to make us feel than we are, you know why? Because we were raised like that. So when I tell people, yo, children are the adults and then they, they, they atrophy as they get older, they go back to childhood. A lot of I was talking to. um homie and uh she was telling me um she works in like a, a psych ward and shit 
And she was telling me like, um, yeah, a lot of these patients, they regress back to childhood. I don't think they regress back to childhood. They never had one. Like a lot of times we be looking at mental health issues and shit. It's oh motherfuckers starting to act like children. No, as a child, I had to be an adult for adults who were acting like children. Like that's the cycle. Mental health ain't hard to figure out. They program this shit. You feel what I'm saying? I create the child to go into a family that they now have to be adults for at younger ages. So when they get older, I miss my childhood. I go back to it. People, people be thinking your childhood is just, oh, I get to play. I get to have fun. I get to run. Mm -mm. Your childhood is when your mental health was at peace. You never had a moment in your life where you did not have to cater to another motherfucker's feelings, especially a motherfucker who's older than you. That's crazy. That's crazy as fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? I grew up in a culture, like our culture is black people. You know, we can wake our babies up yelling. And they can't say nothing back to us. We can call them all kinds of names. We can tell their business. We can gossip about them. We can do all of this shit and they can't do nothing to us. They can't say nothing back. They got to take it. You feel what I'm saying? But if you say something, if they say what you say to them, they're disrespectful and rude and you can't see the disrespect and rudeness in them. Well, in yourself when you're talking about them. Why? Because you're the adult, they're the child. But the roles are actually reversed only by age and legalities. Because children now, as they're developing, when their innocence is taken, now they have to be more responsible for feelings of people. Most of the mental health issues right now, the shit that we see in the 2024, these sensitive niggas that's canceling motherfuckers, they don't know how they don't have healthy um solar plexus shockers. They don't know how to deal with their feelings. So everybody around them has to be the quote unquote adult to monitor themselves so they don't disrupt their feelings. You feel what I'm saying? That comes from just, this is all in a part of singularity, y'all. The singularity of the self. Once we lose that innocence, now we're starting to pick a side. Because like I said, it goes from the people pleasing to the spitefulness. Then you get older and you have people like, why are you such an asshole? I'm spiteful. I'm not an asshole. I'm spiteful. Why? Because I'm not a people pleaser. It's that simple. But we're the same motherfucker. I just don't give a fuck about being obedient. Because I don't. Because being obedient doesn't do anything for me. Being obedient does something for you because it makes you feel like a good human. It makes the people around you. It makes the it, 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 being a people pleaser controls the feelings and the environments of the people around you. So as long as I behave this way, I'm going to be this way. So now when you get to that point where it's like, why do people lie? Because they're people pleasers. They just want friends. When you get told to go to when you go to school, they like you make try to make friends. Fuck no, you don't make friends, nigga. You be yourself and let what happens happens. But no, we're taught to be people pleasing. Yo, like this, wear this, dress like that. Peer, peer pressure is stupid because all peer pressure is the motherfuckers who are in a home where they're monitoring their young ass feelings and tiptoeing around grown ass adults who don't have the capacity to develop their own feelings are now going back to school to do exactly what the adults do to the other weaker people who can't do it. You feel me? That's what bullies get bullied. Until they get beat the fuck up. I got bullied when I was in kindergarten. Again, I was a people pleaser. You feel what I'm saying? I was a people pleaser. Being the youngest child, you develop into people pleasing. You see what I'm saying? Your singularity, once you get that innocence broken, it's like, oh, this is how I know how to maneuver around y'all? Okay, I'm a lie. And I wasn't necessarily a liar, liar, but I was a storyteller. I tell, I, I, can, I can captivate you into a story to make you feel good. I developed that skill. I developed that skill because I had to tame the energies around me. 
because it was a trickle-down effect. Feel me? Daddy gone. Mama stressed. Mama got to work. Brother got, a, brother got, you know, the responsibility is the oldest. Sister got the responsibility after that. I mean, I got I to gotta regulate all these niggas. I got to be on point for all of these niggas. You feel me? Because of daddy's absence, mama got to go through X, Y, and Z, got to work all these out. All of the shit she take on from work, that she got to be, a, be in a, a space of, it comes home to us. And who's the first line of defense? My brother. You feel me? And then when he when 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 he can't do shit, who does he who does it come to? Me and my sister. When she can't do shit, who does it come to? Me. When it comes to me, I just gotta take the shit because ain't nobody to take it out on. I can't do to everybody else, but it changed my perspective. It's like I'm not gonna be that. I can't be that to people. I didn't even know that this was you know. But again, it goes back into the episode. I was already attuned and awake, and I was like, I understood y'all. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I can't do that. So I got bullied. Coming from that people-pleasing energy. I got bullied when I was a kid. But it was only until like like the second week of kindergarten or some shit. I don't know. I was five. But I beat the motherfucker up. Because in addition to that, it was the people that... Because learning the balance and the innocence is having it stripped away is like what a bully is. The person who becomes spiteful towards other people is the person who was people-pleasing to the other side. And that, that, that imbalance was there. You see what I'm saying? Most bullies were trying, most bullies become bullies because they try to please people who bullied them. You feel me? And this is all a part of the singularity of life and the singularity of shit when a child loses their motherfucking innocence. You feel me? So in losing that innocence, innocent space, you now have to decide that you're going to develop. And people are like, yo, why can people be so easily manipulative and shit like that? You ever wondered why ladies men, the good men, why, like, not the good one, the good ladies men. And this is something, I can toot my horn on this because I was him. You get to a point where you practice. You always know what to say. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because I know how to regulate people's feelings. That's not, like, people People be looking at shit like, yo, that's manipulative behavior. No, that's manipulative behavior. No, nigga, it's survival. Root chakra shit. Y'all know how y'all like how I keep spinning it back to the main thing, tree of life, chakras, energy, spirituality, all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Cause I know how I live this shit. I know how to do this shit for real, for real. I don't just talk about it for motherfucking whatever. But real shit. That's how it that, like literally that's how it plays out. You see what I'm saying? Men become good at talking to women. Women become like it's not that we we be we become good at setting the tone. Cause when you call when you're called bad. Boys are bad. Boys are this, that, and the third. Boys, like, nah, when you get called that shit all your life, what do you think happens? Like, people be looking at, like, why do women like hood niggas? What were the hood niggas when they were kids? Think about it. They were the motherfuckers you call bad. They were the motherfuckers who developed the spiteful energy. But some of them became the people pleasers. And was like, yo, I'm going to manipulate this energy. Because it's like, damn, this is what I got to take. This is what I got to take. People be forgetting that part. We always look at the effect and never the fucking cause. When a child's innocence is stripped away because all you keep telling them is that they bad. All you keep telling them is about they bad. You can't get mad when they become a spiteful motherfucker. Because that's the part of duality that they chose. 
You feel what I'm saying? But in the same time, when you teach a motherfucker, oh, be obedient, be this, that, and the third, and you wonder why they get ran over and they fucking doormats and they soft, the same niggas who, mm, she didn't choose me. She didn't like us when we was there. They was people pleasers, and nobody liked the people pleaser. Because now it becomes manipulated. When a spiteful motherfucker knows how to please, when a spiteful motherfucker learns to please people, that's what that's the manipulation in it. I'm spiteful. I don't give a fuck about you. Fuck you, bitch. You feel me? I ain't gonna call you a bitch right now. Let me get the pussy first. Then you a bitch. Then you ain't shit. Fuck y'all. You feel me? I play both sides of this motherfucker. I've been a spiteful motherfucker. I've been a people pleaser. Because in people pleasing, like they be like, oh, my man gets his heart broken one time and then all of a sudden, yeah, because nigga, I was people pleasing. The shit didn't work. So I'd be spiteful. Y'all like spiteful niggas. Because y'all be trying to fix spiteful niggas. I want a spiteful motherfucker to treat me right. <laughs> what? No. Same side of that. The girls too. The girls do the shit too. Those fast ass little girls who like, they, they, that's, that's, they, they develop from the, um, the spiteful perspective. She didn't become a hoe because of the, like, now granted, certain other things happen. I'm just speaking on the fast side. I'm not talking about, I'm just speaking on the words and the titles. You feel me? But when you had a little girl who's dressing up and all, oh, she's so good. She's this, that, and the third. She, she learns how to people please. She learns how to be a people pleaser. These two things develop the innocence that lead us into, into the individual dualities that we don't know how to, that we now walk into for the rest of our lives. Because rather than understanding our feelings, we learn how to perform to make sure everybody else's feelings stay good. That's why so many people get upset when they hear shit and they be like, all the good I do to people and people still do me wrong. Well, why are you behaving? You feel me? Why are you behaving and wanting a reward? Because all your life you've been told to be good. That's a programming. Be good, be good, be good. You develop it to a people pleaser and you think you should get a reward. Mm-mm. The world don't work like that. But then you had the people like, yo, fuck these motherfuckers. I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. And spite when they don't give a fuck who they hurt. People be thinking spite is a bad thing. It's not. It's just the same as people pleasing. It's the same shit. But it's all dependent upon whether or not you have internalized, whether or not you can... It's all dependent upon how you internalize the circumstances and the situations you're around and the energies you got to regulate. That's crazy. Imagine that. Being a child and you have to regulate the feelings and the emotions of adults. All of them. And the higher up the food chain, the more performative you got to be. You feel what I'm saying? Aunties, uncles, grandparents, they can talk all the shit about you. They can tell all your business. They can tell how you ain't shit, how you this, that, and the third. They can say all of the shit about you, and you can't say nothing back to them. I, I'm, I love the way the generations are changing right now. You feel me? <laughs> I'm one of them niggas. I ain't going to hold you. I talk shit at family functions. But it ain't spiteful. I just be telling the truth because I've learned how to balance both. I've, I've, I've walked into that next space, the divinity side. So I'm going to walk into the... We're going to have this conversation now about the duality, but I walked into that divinity side now. So when I be talking, it's like, fuck, I don't give a fuck about your feelings. They're your feelings. Like, you can't bring your feelings to the conversation and get mad when they get hurt and think I got to cater to your feelings. Now, what happens when we get older? Women, oh, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm -mm, it's what I said. How I said it ain't got shit to do with me. That's all you, baby. Because now when it becomes how I said it, now I got to please you. 
Now I got to become a people pleaser. Now you don't have the in, you don't have the internal fortitude to withdraw honesty. I mean, withdraw endure honesty. You don't have the internal fortitude to endure honesty. That's crazy. And we wonder why people lie. You didn't have to lie. I did. I did. I did. I've been trying to tell you the truth for a long time, but it was always, it's how you said it. How do I say the truth? If you are not able to endure honesty, the truth will always be said wrong. You feel what I'm saying? But people based how well they can deliver the truth off of what they had to endure as a child and developing the reality of, I got to walk on these eggshells because of these motherfuckers. I got to walk on eggshells because of the feelings of other motherfuckers who don't have control over their feelings. That's crazy. So now, from the feelings, the sacral chakra, that's where your feelings are. That's blocked by guilt. But I, like, I don't like to just call it guilt. In the tree of life, I call it onus because you have credit and blame. You feel me? Your, 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 that people-pleasing reality and that spiteful reality is going to be determined on what you get credit for and what you get blamed for. Yeah, it's getting deep. This is still all singularity. But now we're walking into the duality side of it. Because now, whatever it is, now, when a chakra is blocked, people be thinking that it's always the negative side. Mm -mm. There's extremes. Until you understand the duality in them, you got to understand it. That's why I said onus. Because when you're used to getting credit for shit, you start doing more shit. Like, they got jobs. And, like, at work, they'll say, what is it, performance punishment? The better you do with a job, the more work you get, but they don't pay you no more money. You sold your soul, nigga. I told you. <laughs> I told you, nigga. Y'all be thinking it's all music industry and shit and entertainment when you sell your soul. Mm-mm. 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 When you go in and you be the best motherfucking worker and they keep giving you work and keep giving you work and they don't give you no motherfucking money and you don't say shit. Because you think, oh, my time will come. No, it won't. No, it won't. It's called performance punishment, nigga. You feel me? That's because you're a people pleaser. That's because you're a people pleaser. You set out to be able to regulate the feelings of everybody around you in a positive way. Me personally, I don't give a fuck about nobody feelings no more. I used to be that, especially around women, but I used to be that as a whole, like, let's make everything. But then when it switched, I remember when it switched. I remember when it switched. It was when I met my dad the first time. Like, that's when it switched to spiteful shit, nigga. I was evil, bro. I was a mean motherfucker. I ain't give a fuck no more. Because it simultaneously occurred like this, right? This is, it's, it's almost when I became a ladies' man. Like, what people don't understand is how spiteful ladies' men really are. I'm going to keep it 100 with you. I'm going to stick to the conversation, but this has a relevant flow in the duality. When you don't understand, when you're not, when you're not taught to get women from the perspective of being your true self, and you're taught from pleasing and I'm a cater to goes back to the shit that I was talking about. Women set expectations. Men have to meet them and be rewarded. Same shit, bro. That's why happy wife, happy life. That's the shit. But when you snap, fuck these bitches and you become a spiteful nigga, it's different. Right. But I've been both. But in walking into that space, it was right around the time, you know, my dad came like for a long time. I haven't even told my family this. What I told my sister, I told my big sister, but for a long time, I, I blamed myself for why the family split because it felt like the family was blaming me for the shit. You feel what I'm saying? I'm the baby. And every chance they get in the conversation. Yeah. You know, dad left when you was four months old. All right, nigga, the fuck that guy. What you want me to do about that shit? I ain't make the nigga leave. 
but then you hear it so much. You feel me? You hear the siblings jokes and shit. You feel me? All siblings have joked like this. But sometimes you got to be careful with how you joke with your siblings because you never know what they what their innocence is like, what their singularity is like, and what duality they're going to walk into. You feel what I'm saying? But you hear it. Oh, yeah, you adopted. You was found in a trash can. Yeah, we, was, we, was, we found you in a trash can. We didn't really want you. Wow. Okay. So you remind me that the family broke up because of me. Damn, y'all found me in the trash at four months old. And then that's how my mind working because I'm a kid. You feel me? Now, mind you, we're seven and five years apart. So for them, they understand the jokes. I take this shit seriously. I was hearing this since like four years old. Damn, y'all found me in a trash can, bro. And then when y'all, so I'm putting two and two together. When y'all found me in the trash can, is that what made dad leave because y'all didn't want me? And then y'all decided to keep me. And then now I had to eat that. I had to live with that for a long time. So when I first met my dad, I was like, my brother and my sister, they played sports. They were athletes. They did all kind of good shit. You feel me? I did good shit too, but it was more academic. You feel me? And in this moment, it's like, what you got to show? Like he like my brother showing him trophies and shit and all of this. Like my dad's, you know. And then on it don't it don't help that my brother look just like that nigga. You feel me? I don't look like nobody. I don't look like my mama. I don't look like my daddy. It's like it's weird, but I understand how it works genetically because especially on a spiritual level, the way the way in which the person, the way in which the mother is absorbed and catered to is how the child is formed in the womb. Conception. Very powerful. You feel me? My mother was in heavy. She was deeply in love with my dad when my brother was born. My brother looked just like that nigga. You feel me? Now, things started getting more friction-based when when my sister was, you know, coming into this world. So then my mom had that deep love for herself. And my sister looked just like my mama. Now, me, I don't know what the fuck they was going through. But it makes sense because four months they split. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? But in my development, my mama, she would remind me, you were my hardest pregnancy. Damn. I was the hardest one. Damn, okay. Yeah, I went through a lot with you. Like, damn, okay, nigga, shit, I get it. The fuck? It was hard. Goddamn. You feel me? But then you hear that shit over and over again. You develop it to a people pleaser. Feel me? I did, in a way. And then I became spiteful. But I'm going to tell, like, so a lot of children go through that. And that's a part of the singularity and the development of the self. You feel what I'm saying? Because when you walk into your duality, it's like, I got to pick a side. I don't want no smoke with nobody. I just want everybody to be together, so I'm gonna be good. So when my dad came back, mind you, I'm 11 years old, but I have already been programmed to say he left because of me. He left because of me. You feel me? He didn't leave because of the other two. He didn't leave because of my mama. He didn't leave because he won't shit. He left because of me. I've already programmed myself for that, right? So as I'm developing and I'm growing, I meet him. And then my brother and they showing him all the accolades, sports and shit, trophies and all of this shit. All I had to do was show him good grades. And this nigga called me a nerd. Nigga, the first time you meet me, that's the that's what you called me? Oh, you just the old nerd. Come to find out, this dumbass nigga at the time, he was, I called him the dumbass nigga. Come to find out, this nigga build computers and shit. You a nerd too, dickhead. The fuck? Didn't know that at the time. He called me a nerd in a way that I don't want to be smart no more. If nigga, if being a nerd is what's keeping you away from me, keeping you away from us because I fucked up the family, my birth fucked up the family. If that's what's keeping you away from us, then I'm going to be stupid.
literally. <laughs> it blew my mama's mind. I went from an A student to a D student in nine weeks. She said, what happened? I said, nothing. And then it was like that December, he was like, he was coming back for Christmas. And people pleasing. So I'm literally fucking up my grades because when he come back, I'm going to tell him, hey, nigga, I'm not a nerd no more. Hey, nigga, I'm not a nerd no more. You can stay with us. You feel me? You could be with us because I'm not a nerd no more. He never came back. Nigga never came back. Called on the phone and shit. And I remember the words I told him because as tears rolled down my face, I said, I hate you. No, I didn't even tell him I hated him because when he was talking to me, he kept calling me little man. I said, you don't know my name? I felt the spike coming. I remember that. I, I, you know how, <laughs> you know how you could watch a TV show and know the exact moment the nigga villain art coming. That's the, I knew like my villain art happened right there. I turned spiteful like a motherfucker. And that's the thing about villain arcs and adults, grown ass adults, don't really get this concept. They be like, "Oh, I'm in my villain arc and it's at there." No, you transition from people pleasing to spiteful. That's all. That's all. Call it heroes and villains all you want to. That's really what it was because it comes back to when your innocence was broken and this is what you chose to pick. So I'm on the phone with him and shit. He's like, yeah, what's up, little man? What's my name? Come on, little man. Don't do You don't even know my fucking name, nigga. And then he said my name and shit. And I was like, oh, whatever. So I got off the phone with him. I was like, yo, you said you was coming back and you didn't. Blah, blah, blah. And from there, it's like, I remember when I got off the phone, my mama, she was like, yeah, she's like, you okay? I said, nope, I hate him. And tears just, they didn't even, it's not like I was crying. It was just like they was falling. I don't, I never, I don't know how to, to define that experience, but it's like the tears were falling, but I wasn't crying. That's when I knew I was walking into some other shit because then when I went back to school, my grades went back up. But I was a mean motherfucker. I remember I challenged, man, my sixth grade teacher. Because this was the first male teacher that I, real male teacher that I had. You feel me? I went from an A student in his class in a matter of a, in, in a matter of a year, a school year. I went from an A student to a D student to a C student. And then I went from a respectful kid to a disrespectful kid. Just like that. The reason why I'm putting a pen in that and I'm saying that because I experience, I understand my own experience. How many young black men go through that shit? How many young black boys have they transitioned into being a spiteful motherfucker because they've been a people pleaser for so long? And they can't do this shit no more. I'm fortunate enough to, to, to not go off the deep end to do some other shit, but I, the niggas that I gravitated towards, the niggas that I fuck with, we was all in the same pocket. Spiteful motherfuckers. But because of the internalization of the dualities we had developed. And I'm going to get to the main point. And I'm going to break down dualities a little more. But this is a, this flows. Fuck with me, homie. Fuck with me. You feel me? So I'm like, bam. This motherfucker, he gave me like four discipline assignments today. I looked him in his soul. I said, I'm not doing these motherfuckers, bro. I'm not doing them. And he was like, you're going to do them. I'm not. <laughs> he wrote me up. It was like, why you ain't doing the discipline assignment? I said, because I was talking to his nephew. Because his nephew was in our class. I said, I was talking to his nephew. He was like, well, I'm going to deal with it. No, you can't deal with that. Like, y'all ain't uncle and nephew at school, nigga. Y'all teacher and student. You can't tell his mama so he can. No, fuck that. If you going to write me up, you got to write him up too. Oh, you not writing him up? Oh, he ain't getting no discipline assignment? I ain't doing the shit. Something that I learned about me, and it wasn't just from the spiteful place. I stood on business on everything. If I stand on the principle, I stand on the principle. That's why I ain't in med school now. That's why I ain't finished the shit. You feel me? 
That's why I gave it all up and said, you know what? I came for, I stand on what I stand on. So I, I'm standing on it. My mama, she's like, yo, you're not doing, no, I'm not doing the discipline assignment, mama. <laughs> what you, how you going to, I'm telling you, no, I'm not doing it. What happened to you? <laughs> nothing, nothing. I stopped being a people pleaser. That was, that was the moment I became a spiteful motherfucker. All you keep hearing is get into the markets, but do you trade or do you invest? Should you do stocks, Forex, crypto, or NFTs? My personal answer is not a single one if you don't know how to read a chart. Without knowing how to read a chart, you end up giving all your money to those who do. Do you know what a candle is? Do you know the pocket of activity? Do you know the difference between market direction and market control? If you answer no at least once, you might want to learn how to read a chart first. Learning how to read a chart will let you know if you should trade or invest and if you should do stocks, Forex, crypto, and or NFTs. It will also let you know if this is even for you or not. So visit IamJustSeen.com to learn how to read charts with my Master in the Market course, ebooks, and webinars today. The world is changing. The question is, will you adapt with it? I was I when I say I was so spite I was spiteful I was spiteful when I would fight it was different like I I used to be a p a motherfucker a we fight you fall you hit the ground uh uh I'm stomping your face in now I'm gonna kick the shit out of you I'm gonna make sure you don't breathe again I'm gonna fuck you up I'm spiteful now I'm spiteful now that's the duality that I'm choosing you feel what I'm saying because it comes into the chakra energy my sacral chakra energy was about the feelings that I chose is about guilt. Like the onus comes from your, your sacral chakra being blocked by onus means that you're either going to, it's what you're conditioned to taking credit or blame for. I was blamed for some major shit and I internalized blame on some major shit. Then I snapped on that shit and that led to my, my uh, personal identity. Our personal identity is either going to be built off of um, pride or shame. What, and the things that you are, the things that you internalize. So when you internalize onus, that's what's going to determine whether you're prideful or you're shameful. You feel me? A lot of times we don't realize that. Why this motherfucker ain't ashamed of shit? Because it's a spiteful motherfucker, bro. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? A lot of the women right now that are low-key supposedly embracing sexuality and doing OnlyFans and all this other shit like that. Think about what feelings they had. They said, fuck it. They became spiteful. They got tired of being a people pleaser, being a good woman who was the modest, who was this, that, and the third one. All what they keep saying, the hoes are the ones y'all love. So they go be hoes. They go be spiteful. They switch to the other side. People pleasing don't work. But being spiteful do because we're in a world that programs you to be spiteful so that way you can be punished. You feel what I'm saying? There is no love in that. There is no love in that. You see what I'm saying? So now, when you get into that point where you internalize either credit or blame continually, it develops whether you're gonna be a shameful person or a prideful person. Both of these are very, very dangerous. Prideful motherfuckers, these are the motherfuckers who got credit for everything. These are the motherfuckers that got the fucked up mental health right now because they've done everything that they were supposed to do. They went to school, got the good education, got the good degree, stayed at the top of their class, got the good job, got all of this, and they keep getting performance punishment. We can't buy houses. We can't buy shit because the economy's fucked up. Nobody told us how to prepare for the fucked up economy. They didn't tell us that the economy moves in swing markets. <laughs> Go fucking figure. They didn't teach us this shit. Some of us, are, and, and the motherfuckers that was the people pleasers, why these kids don't, they call that shit the mass exodus and all this shit. They turn spiteful. They turn spiteful. 
because they had a whole bunch of pride in all of the things that they were getting credit for. You feel what I'm saying? And then you have the shameful motherfuckers who internalize so much blame that it makes them a shameful person. Now, people be thinking pride and shame are like when you when you people be thinking you're automatically a upbeat person because you're prideful. Mm-mm. They automatically think you were downtrodden, motherfucker, because you're shameful. Mm-mm. 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 Because that is a duality. Those are the points of duality that lead you to how you manifest your reality. So this is the thing you go from your feelings, which is your sacral chakra. This is all duality side. We're not even walked into divinity yet. Duality is. The, uh, the singularity is all root chakra shit. Survival. You feel me? Once you learn how to survive and you start walking, oh, this is, nigga, this is, I got to survive this way as either a people pleaser or a spiteful motherfucker. And everything else evolves out of life from that. So now, once I start getting credit for being a people pleaser, now I get, nigga, my personality is this. Motherfuckers be like, yo, I'm an empath. Like, it's so many niggas that said there was an empath when that empath phase was happening with the conscious community and shit. Oh, I'm an empath. I'm this, that, and the third. No, you're not. You're a people pleaser. Why do I always take on people's shit? Because you're a fucking people pleaser. I had, a, I had a session with somebody and it was like, yo, bro, every time I talk to you, it's like, you'll be like, yo, I, I didn't, you didn't dump on me. That ain't my shit. <laughs> I could listen and not internalize because that ain't my shit because I'm truly an empath. I know how to walk the different the different dualities. I'm not just here to listen to you so you can vent and like, no, and just, oh, I'm always there for, nah, fix your fucking problem. This is why there's always a solution afterwards. I never tell them, niggas don't be venting to me and then think they're going to get the thumbs up. Why can't you be on my side? Because you fucking wrong and I was stupid as fuck. What you mean? Don't ask me for no, don't ask me for no advice because I'm not giving you reassurance. I'm giving you ad fucking advice. You feel what I'm saying? But it comes into once we move into that people pleasing space and it develops us to have be prideful people or shameful people if we're on the spiteful side when it comes to love. This is how I know love is not a feeling. It is a power. This is how I know love is a power for betterment through correction. And hatred is the power for detriment through incorrection. People be wondering, why do people, why are people just bad? Why are they inherently evil? Why do they inherently do stupid shit? They don't. They are catalyzed through how they express love. If you have always been given credit for shit. That developed you from a people pleasing perspective. Your personal identity is going to be rooted in what you find pride in. And then you're going to be rooted in love, the power for betterment through correction. But now as a people pleaser, your love is tainted because our perception of love is the amalgamation of infatuation, admiration, desire and lust. If I can if I can please you enough to keep those four things active in for those things active in you towards me. You feel me? Narcissism is very easy to, to tap into. People be thinking narcissistic people are just the scum of the earth. Mm-mm, they're people pleasers and spiteful motherfuckers who chose a side. It's one and the same, nigga. The narcissistic person is the people ple- the, the the good narcissist. I always say this. You have a good narcissist and a bad narcissist. The bad narcissist is the poster child. But the good narcissist gets swept under the rug. The good narcissist is the people pleaser, Right? Who gets to a point where I'm pleasing you and it's not being I'm not being rewarded the way I'm supposed to be. That's the good narcissist. So now I can guilt you and I can manipulate you and I can say, you're not treating me right. You're not doing this to the third. You're not doing this to me. Like women do it all the time. A lot of women are the good narcissist. Like just by polarity sakes, like if men are the bad narcissist and all of these women keep saying my ex was a narcissist, they were the good narcissist. 
They were the motherfucker. I did everything to this man. And he still did me this. Then yeah, because he's a spiteful motherfucker. And you're a people pleaser. Y'all the same nigga, Luigi. Same motherfucker. That's how y'all end up getting together. But because y'all don't understand, because we're stuck in the duality side, we transit. Once our innocence is lost, and we pick a side of duality, we never know how. To, we never. We're never taught to get into divinity. Spirituality teaches you how to get into divinity. Religion makes sure you never walk into your divinity. It makes you stay in a duality. Now you have to go to the churches. Now you have to go to the mosque. Now you have to go to all of these places because I have to figure out how so I can continue to be a fucking people pleaser and be good with it. You feel me? Oh, I'm a good person. I'm this, that, and the third. Mm-mm. You're not. You're just religious and you're a people pleaser who chose this way. This is why the other side is spiteful motherfuckers who usually don't go to church. They're usually not caught up in religion. They still believe in their high power, but they spiteful motherfuckers. They the bad narcissists because they honor the power of, they honor hatred, the powerful um, detriment through incorrection. You ever been, been around a motherfucker just like, yo, how do you destroy everything? Why do you destroy everything? Because I'm inherently a spiteful person because when I was a kid, I was always bad. I was always bad and developed my personal identity to where now this is how I exhibit shit. I don't, I can't do right. I don't know how to do right. Because even when I do right, it don't get rewarded. Because niggas is always waiting for the shoe to drop. So fuck it. Let me put the feet, let me put the shoes down. <laughs> let me go and put these bitches down now. You feel me? Same shit. It's the bad narcissist. Oh, you just played me. You didn't like, no, women, a lot of women are the good narcissists. There are some bad narcissistic women. But a lot of women are the good narcissists and they meet the bad narcissists because you two niggas are duality. You know why? Because you pick the side within yourself. This is the part of the singularity, duality, divinity perspective that people don't talk about. Yourself can't be split. But when you choose a side, everything else on the opposing side amplifies in your life. It's not hard. Like the universe is not hard to honor. It's not hard to understand. But when you get something that teaches you about uh, commandments and different, all of these different things, and it never teaches you the true reality of the self, it never teaches you the true reality of the person, you're going to pick a divinity, you're going to pick a dual side. This is why motherfuckers be like, you ever notice how the more devout religious a person gets, the more they say he ain't done with me yet, or the more they say this person, the devil is busy. Why is the devil so busy if you're living your right, like your life right? Because it's balanced, nigga. You're choosing to be the people pleaser. You're choosing to be the person who's, I'm going to be the good Samaritan. I'm going to be this. I want to gain. I want to get my ticket. On your quest to secure your seat in heaven, you're going to live through hell. I know. It hit, it hit different, don't it? You be wondering why you create. The, you, the deeper you go, the more, like, the deeper I get, the more. They always say God's, uh, he gives his toughest battles to his strongest soldiers, some shit like that. And he's like, Yo, I'm tired of fighting. Well, stop pretending. Stop being the people pleaser and you will stop being, you will stop being involved in spiteful shit. What better way to learn to stop people pleasing than to please spiteful people? Like, really? Like, it's right there. It's right there. When you are a people pleaser, you stay in spiteful situations and don't even realize it. It's always people just take and take and take and take because I'm a giver. I'm a giver. All right. You ain't got no boundaries. You know why? Because you don't know how to be spiteful. I don't want to be wrong. I don't. All right. Well, shut the fuck up. Now you're going to keep being in these situations where motherfuckers are going to take till you learn how to stop giving. You see what I'm saying? Now, again, I like how this is segueing because now when we look at the spiteful side, well, well takers, they just take, take and take mm -hmm, until they get a motherfucker that poison them. 
Oh, takers have their limit too. There's there's some bad givers too. Don't get it twisted. There's some bad givers too. See, a lot of people, a lot of times people be thinking takers are the people that just take from givers and they're always so bad. Mm, takers are the people that take on people. Takers, oftentimes, spiteful people are the um are the pseudo empaths. I'm taking on your stuff. I'm taking it on. I'm taking it on. I'm taking it on. Yeah, you gotta realize to stop taking people shit on. So you're gonna be giving, you're gonna be keep giving and giving and giving and giving shit until it gives you something that burns you the fuck out. You feel me? Back to the conversation that I was having in my sessions, and somebody was like, yo, I let me know if I'm ever, you're never better than me. That's why I set these sessions up. I can take the shit because this ain't my shit. <laughs> this your shit. <laughs> this ain't got shit to do with me. After this, I'm gonna forget half of what we're talking about anyway. You know why? Because I don't give a fuck. I give a fuck to the capacity that you're somebody who needs to get this off your chest. You need somebody. I don't give a fuck to the fact that ain't got shit to do with me. I don't do this shit as a people pleaser. I'm not there for motherfuckers because like, no, nigga, I know that we are humans and shit like that. But I learned how to balance my peaceful, my, my people pleasing and my spiteful nature because I had to. You see what I'm saying? But nobody gets to that point yet. Fuck all of the feelings that we had, motherfuckers, emotional, my mental health, fuck the all. Your mental health is what it is because you're, you're stuck in a duality between people pleasing and spitefulness. And you've picked a side. And the sad part about it is like when we pick a side, we eventually, we initially just go to the other extreme. That's what makes it so much worse. That's what makes it so bad because we go to the other extreme the moment it um, one side goes wrong. My bad. I just hit some water real quick. Like the moment one side goes wrong, that's when it's like, I'm gonna go back to the old me. I'll go. No, nigga, you gotta go to your spiteful self because you're tired of being a people pleaser. But the fact that they want in the same, you're you don't realize that you're spiteful to people pleasers and your people pleaser to spiteful people. Cause they teach you opposites to track. No, nigga, they neutralize each other. That's why y'all go through fucking hell. <laughs> I know this from experience, homie. When I, I'm going to use myself as an example to go into another side. When I was the hoe and shit, when I decided I wanted to be a one woman man and shit, like, no, nigga, you was a, <laughs> you was a spiteful ladies, ladies man, bro. You ain't give a fuck about these bitches. You ain't give a fuck about that. And now you want to be the people pleasing woman, a uh, one woman man. Mm, you going to get you a spiteful woman, bro. <laughs> I can laugh now because I understand the life that I had the lesson that I had to get out that shit. But, bro, you feel what I'm saying? It's like, damn, homie, I was the people pleaser. Nigga, you got to do this. You got Because I'm listening to what everybody else tell me. Again, people pleasing is about how good you can make somebody's feelings. Like, she was so, like, I, all I did was cater to her feelings. Make sure she don't do this. Make sure you don't make her feel like this. Make sure you don't make her feel. Nigga, at some point, you got to say, God damn, it's, it's not me. It's you for real. When, when I really started coming to terms with the reality, because we was both in the religion and shit and everything, she was just like, I've lived in every, like, we, she lived in a certain suite in, you know, the, at this college or whatever. So it's like, she's like, there's demons here. I'm like, the fuck you mean there's demons here, bro? What the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you feel me? She said, I've lived in every suite and there's demons in all of them. I'm like, I never felt a demon before in my life. I could just only take people's words for it. Then I realized, oh, that's that negative energy that's coming out of your ass. You feel me? Because again, with everything that I'm doing to cater to her her feelings, she's doing everything to diminish mine. Spiteful motherfucker versus a people-pleasing motherfucker. 
You feel what I'm saying? So now, that shit hit. That shit hit. And then now, motherfucker, what you want to do? Fuck that. I'm going to the other side. You feel what I'm saying? These podcast motherfuckers that are mad at the Pookies and the Ray Rays and shit, oh, they in their villain arc now. You too old to have a villain arc. Your villain arc should already happen when you was a kid. If you having your villain arc now, nigga, you just now getting to the other dude. How long was you a people pleaser, homie? How long was you chasing these hoes? <laughs> and again, I'm using that dramatically because you got to get to the point of that. how you think the Captain Sable hoe shit is. It's people pleasers that want spiteful pleasers, to, spiteful people to be happy. I've never seen a relationship where a motherfucker said, I did everything for this person and this is what the cause. You was a people pleaser. And you honored everything that came with people pleasing because of how you understood people pleasing worked. To make sure that you are uh, aware of everybody and everything's feelings and diminish your own. You see what I'm saying? And then we have kids and make the kids have more power over our feelings than they do. Repeating the cycle and shit. You feel what I'm saying? But then we switch to that villain art. And then when we switch to that villain art, we go to the other side of duality. And we, you know, I was just talking about that first love that you have is supposed to show you that this is the love that you wanted. But then from then forward, every love that you have is the love that you will. We talked about wills and all that shit later, but before, but that's the reality of it. Once you get to that heart chakra energy and shit, you start to understand what love and hate really is. It's not those feelings that you have down there. It's, oh, nigga, this is a power. This is something that's going to generate something else out of me. People be thinking hatred is always bad. Mm-mm. It's the power for detriment through incorrection. The motherfucker that introduced you to alcohol that you got to pop bottles with and turn up with, you feel me? Yeah, the turn up is good, but it's detrimental. That motherfucker hates you. That motherfucker hates you because there's no correction. That motherfucker don't want to wake you up 5 o'clock in the morning and shit and go to the gym and work out and shit. It's like, oh, you trying to change me. No, that motherfucker love you. They're trying to correct you for betterment. But because we're so used to the behavior side of the shit and the people pleasing and the spitefulness, we don't really know how to identify when we're being loved and when we're being hated for real. You feel what I'm saying? Because we have not walked into true divinity yet. We're still trying to embrace duality. So we float back and forth between extremes. I want to be this. I want to be this. How about you be whole? You feel me? Now, this is not to say it's okay to be spiteful. This is not to say it's, it's bad to be a people please. No, it's to understand what the fuck is happening between the balancing of these feelings. Because by the time you get to your third chakra, which is um, your solar plexus, your personal identity sits there. And whatever your personal identity is, that's what you are. And that's how you're going to transmute your energy from the heart chakra energy. Now, when you get that heartbreak, when you go through the things in life that you go through and shit, they're supposed to wire you back to divinity. Divinity begins. Keep it 100 with you. Divinity begins after the heart chakra where you have your throat, your, um, your brow, and then your crown. That's where divinity starts to come in because your throat, your, your, throat, your throat chakra is about the lies you tell and the lies you hear, whether you know they're a lie or not. Matter of fact, I'm thinking that might still... Matter of fact, I think the whole sandwich is just in the middle. Because you have the root chakra will be singularity. The crown chakra will be divinity. Because you got to think about the illusions and shit. The illusions and the lies in the middle. People pleasers, y'all are liars. 
spiteful motherfuckers, y'all are liars. Motherfuckers be like, oh, I'm not a, I'm not a liar. I don't lie. Yes, you do. If you gotta, if you gotta address the truth a certain way, to, that's a lie, my nigga. Cause it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And we we hear that shit and we don't listen to it's not what you say, it's how it needs to be said to me. You feel me? Why do men lie? Cause y'all can't hear the truth. The fuck? Why do people lie? Because a motherfucker can't hear the truth. The truth hurts because there's too much humor and fun and lies. Motherfucker will lie to you right now, saying, nah, I'm just playing. And it'll be a joke. It'll be a laugh. It'll be all this shit. But why the fuck is there no humor in the truth? We've been doing this shit since we was kids. Telling the baby, hey, look, don't you lie to me and then punish me for the truth. I'm going to lie because I don't want to be punished. People pleaser. Spiteful motherfucker. You just rude and disrespectful. I'm not a liar. And I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck about being rewarded for the truth. So I ain't going to lie. I'm going to tell that shit. We, we call that shit brutal honesty. We call this shit whatever it is. is What it is is spiteful energy. Spiteful energy ain't always bad. You see what I'm saying? Most spiteful motherfuckers that tell you the truth right now don't give a fuck. I ain't biting my tongue for shit. I don't give a fuck, nigga. I don't give a fuck, nigga. That's a spiteful motherfucker. They ain't gonna lie to you. They'll tell you the motherfucking truth. They're not gonna tell you what you wanna hear. You feel me? That's lying. Telling somebody what they want to hear, whether it's what they're supposed to hear or not, that's a lie. That's throat chakra shit. Again, more duality. You haven't even picked the side to where you can tell the truth. Think about that shit. The truth doesn't even come until you're able to embrace love. <sighs> yeah, truth and lies, they sit at the same point and they based off of how the, what duality and what point you, uh, you've accepted. You feel me? If you got to smile when you don't feel like smiling, you're a liar. If you start dancing when you don't fucking hear no damn music, you're a liar, bro. My bad, I got triggered because I be, man, y'all already know who I thought about probably. You feel me? That big buff ass motherfucker with them big ass veneers and shit. Just nigga just dancing for fucking no reason, bro. But anyway, he's living a lie. <laughs> like that's like that's what it is. But people pleasing. Nigga, I'ma smile because I don't feel like smiling and shit. Fuck you. The fuck? Fuck you. Kiss my ass. Now, I know a lot of people say same. That's not divine. It is divine. Because div divinity, as we're going to get to, is when the shit merges back together. You feel me? I'm not, I, you don't pick a side of your, of your, of your energy. You pick, you, you embrace the whole. Now, it's an embracing the whole that the mesh comes in. Because now, I'm going to go a little further because now we got to go into the crown, uh, the brow chakra. Because, yeah, that would be the final piece of the divinity. Now, the brow chakra is where your illusion sits. Illusion. Is the ability to see through, like, niggas really, but like, religion is the biggest thing that keeps a lot of this shit bound. Keep you stuck in the dual nature that's keeping you one-sided. And I'm going to keep it 100 with you. And this is not, like, people be thinking, oh, following a religion. No, nigga, believing in religion and not believing in religion is the same shit. Duality, nigga. That's why deeper, deeper on the other level, people will be saying shit like, oh, if you don't believe in God, you automatically believe in the devil. No, because you they understand duality on some level. And they realize, oh, I'm focused on trying to get into this place. 
A lot of that shit is illusory because you don't understand the metaphor. Metaphor is supposed to lead you to the allegory. When you think that shit is true and that shit really fucking happened, that's why you get fucked up. But I don't want to sit and talk about that because I don't want to be like, oh, nigga, you talking about religion again. Uh, but no, the duality of the self is the illusion is I'm not a full person. Y'all ever wondered why motherfuckers get into relationships? Like, yo, you my other half. Nigga, no, I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that. I stopped letting motherfuckers call me my they better have, call me their other half. No, because as soon as you start talking about halvesies, motherfucker, I'm a whole complete motherfucker. Now we just, you know what I'm saying? We only 75% of a relationship when you really think about it. You a quarter piece? Like, the fuck? You not even, like, like we, like, you can't contribute the way you're supposed to because you're half a motherfucker. I'm a whole motherfucker. I'm not half a motherfucker because I'm not picking a side of what I have to behave with. That's why you get behaviors. I've, t- I've, I've dealt with so many women who are in a space where they're like, why are you so honest and open with me? Like, this is like, yeah, this is who the fuck I am. I don't give a fuck about behaving for you. This is who you're going to have to deal with for the rest of your life. This is who I need to be to raise children. This is who I need to be to make sure shit, whatever it is going to be. Can you fuck with that? Because this is me being divine, baby. <laughs> You feel me? I don't have time to with somebody who's being who's stuck in duality because we're not going to work. We're not going to work in the sense that I'm going to enhance the side that you keep trying to regress. You keep trying to suppress because of all of the people you got to behave with. One of the hardest things in this world is to be pro-black and successful. That shit's hard. Niggas don't want to talk about that shit. That shit's hard as fuck. To actually have genuine love for yourself and your motherfucking people, but still have to go corporate America and all these different things to be successful in that space. Mm-mm. I know a woman right now, hair down her back, bro. Natural, don't put nothing in in the shit, but she can't wear it how she want to wear it. She straightens it all the time because she has to. You feel me? I know so many, it's, you know, I said it in a jam session. I was like, um, the system has a science to it. It turned a beast into a sheep, just bring the lion to it and tame the mane amongst the pain, but in denial to it. You, you got to tame yourself. You feel me? You know why? Because you have to be a people pleaser to be successful. If that's not selling your soul, I don't know what it is. You feel me? And then on the cutthroat side, entrepreneurs are just fucked up. No, they spiteful, Nick. They spiteful. And it's not spiteful in the negative context. It's, it's spiteful in the fact that I'm not pleasing you motherfuckers. I'm going to give what I'm supposed to give. I'm not doing this shit to make y'all niggas like the shit. That's why cancel culture works. Cancel culture works because there's a bunch of spiteful motherfuckers who weren't pleased. Yeah, that was a dramatic pause. Sit with that. That's, that's what the fuck cancel culture is. Spiteful motherfuckers who mad when you don't try to please them. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> Fuck y'all motherfuckers, bro. You got me fucked up. But when you are entertainment, when you are living a life, when you are building yourself up towards people, you can be canceled. That's why, if you notice, the only people that get canceled are canceled entertainers. Entertainers and celebrities, that's it. The people that you are going to please, the people that have to please the world. I don't give a fuck about pleasing the world. I had somebody tell me one time, your jam says you're going to get you canceled. You can't cancel what the fuck I am. The fuck? This is 100% self-sufficiency, self-reliance. I don't give a fuck about them. They can't cancel me. 
Like, the fuck you talking about? Like, you feel what I'm saying? Because I'm not trying to please niggas. I don't give a fuck about pleasing niggas. I've had so many people listen to my podcast and shit and say, you cuss too much. Bitch, did you read the word profane, nigga? The fuck? It's good information, but you cuss too much because you're so used to people. They call it professionalism now, but you're so used to having to please people that you can't get the reality of being free. You feel what I'm saying? I know a motherfucker right now who would, uh, you know, complain about um, <clears throat> how professionalism, how how professional motherfuckers ain't. It's niggas mad that we can, we can, in this day and age, we can get tattoos and go to work. Oh, I never got a tattoo because why? Because they told me I wouldn't be able to get a job with one. You sold your soul, nigga. They punked your bitch ass. The fuck? You feel me? Because you a people pleaser. The greatest level of people pleasing that I've ever seen in my life was the civil rights movement. We can put all the euphemisms and the bullshit we want to on it. Nonviolence. We were showing that we shall not be. No, nigga. You was people pleasers. To spiteful motherfuckers. Spiteful people won. Because now we got to be civil in this burning ass house. Thank you, Martin. Thank you, buddy. But that's not here nor there. Because that, again, ties into the side of the fact that motherfuckers ain't divine. Motherfuckers are just dual and they pick the side. And the sad part about us is our cultures, black people in America and shit in the world, our dual side is always designed to make sure white people are, are okay in our presence. I don't give a fuck about that shit no more, bro. The fuck kind of shit is that, bro? Why the fuck? Because when you understand it from that perspective, why the fuck do I got to continue to behave for spiteful motherfuckers? What does that get me? And these motherfuckers are spiteful from a genetic perspective, bro. A lot of people be asking, I be watching on social media, motherfuckers be like, um, what did we do as black people to make the world hate us? Nigga, now you understand it. It's like no matter what we do, we can never do it because we cannot please spiteful people. Do y'all know what spite really is? You feel what I'm saying? To know that you want everything that something is naturally born with. Y'all don't understand how deep racism really is. Racism is so powerful. Being a racist is so powerful because you have to understand the, you have to perfect the understanding of a race to be racist. People be thinking it's just because they hate your skin. No, 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 no. They understand the genetics. They perfected the understanding of the genetics. And they're doing everything they can just to make the game equal. All of the shit that we see, the health sciences, the like, I've been on the other side. All of this is to improve their genetics as best as possible. Imagine this. Everything that they do in America, everything they do in the world, the pharmaceutical companies, the vaccines, the viruses, all of the shit they're doing is to make their genetics as strong as dominant genetics naturally is. You'd be spiteful too. When we look at how genetics even became, how race even became genetics in the first place, because you got to study etymology of words. Race always meant competition first. So when we look at the race, it's not semantics, bro. It's just what they call the shit. So when we look at race as a genetic, it's the competition between genetics. Who's winning the competition and who's losing? Who needs steroids? Who needs the crutches? Who needs the handicaps? The fuck? Like, when y'all understand that reality, y'all understand why shit works the way it works. It's spiteful motherfuckers. But again, now you have to understand that because they these spiteful motherfuckers told you to be civil. 
<laughs> and you became civil. And you wonder why you can't do shit but, but try to please motherfuckers. Because you don't know how to be divine. You have to be dual and pick a side. I need you to understand my full divinity. Now we can walk into the crown chakra area and start trying to wrap this shit up. The crown chakra has, removes itself from the earthly. That's like the crown chakra itself is blocked by earthly attachment. I talk about how to actually unblock your um, crown chakra in the tree of life section or whatever the case may be. But this is why they teach you. You can't open your crown chakra until you have mastered your root. The reason why is because it's levels to the shit. You got to go singularity, duality, match the duality to bring the duality back in harmony. The very energy that made you a people pleaser is also the very energy that made you spiteful. You just picked a side and didn't know that. So you have to merge the reality to where they come together. Like I always say, I'm an apathetic empath. When people be like, oh, you're such, you're an empathic person. I am, but I'm also apathetic. I know when not to give a fuck. I'm an apath. <laughs> I'm an empath and an apath, but I'm an apathetic empath. You feel me? They're like, how, what is that? Like, how, how can you be both? See, that's, that's the thing. When people ask me how you can, how can you be both of something that is a dual nature, I'm like, which one have you chosen? That's always my question to them. Like, which one did you choose to where you're confused about there being a reality to be both? It's crazy, right? But it's real. It's real. It's, it's, it's wild because... When you have to ask, how do you pick a side? It's not about that. So now, crown chakra shit is when you remove yourself from earthly attachments and you can see the illusion and the veil for what it is and you can bring things in motion. That's why I be telling people like, my, 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 my ability to walk away from religion had nothing to do with walking into something, another different cult. Like, no, nigga, I understand the shit. And I can make a choice and see both sides. I can see all sides of the shit now. But even deeper than that, it just taught me that about reality and life. Everything is about balance. But the thing about balance is bringing back your dualities into the same harmonious function. You ever notice, like, if you watch a superhero movie, the superhero get beat the fuck up by the villain the whole fucking movie until the end when he finally get with the shits and does some villainous shit. But the reason why the villain is winning the whole time because this motherfucker is playing a good role. Like, seriously. Like, the villain is actually playing like there's a good, they're a good person. Or they're doing good things. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, how? Because this motherfucker knows how to finagle the game. and knows how to walk in divinity. You feel what I'm saying? As people, we, we lose that because at such a young age, such a young age, we're forced into duality when we lose our innocence. When you regain your innocence and shit and you can be honest and you can tell, like, there's motherfuckers right now who be like, yo, you don't talk to me no more. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you're mad? Mm -mm, I understand the conversation that we could have. And I don't like having those conversations. So I don't talk to you. I have no ill will, no bad blood towards you. I just don't fuck with you no more. And it's not in a way I don't fuck with you like, I don't fuck with you because you... No. I, I, hmm. I reached a point where it's not that I don't in regards to duality, but it's like I can't in regards to divinity. Not even that. I won't. In regards to the divinity, because it's like, I understand that you're a dual being and this is all that you have to exhibit. You have not merged the duality. You're, you're on the cusp. You want to. You want to walk into that divine space. You want to walk in that space where you can have that balance, but you're stuck on picking a side. They did a number on us when they gave us religion. That was crazy, bro. I, I like The council of Nicaea was a motherfucker, bro, because it was like, at this when you got religion, all you want to do is be a people pleaser and pick the good side. 
I don't want to be evil. Sometimes you need to be. Sometimes you need to be. But this is why I'll be like, this is why I be, be fucking with me because I'm like, ain't no masculine men in, in religions. It can't be because these niggas want to be prayer warriors. The fuck is a prayer warrior? The fuck is a prayer warrior? My nigga like really sit with that. I need a prayer warrior. Like I, I've had a woman tell me she needed a prayer warrior. I said, what the fuck that's going to do? She asked me, like, I say, if I had to kill a motherfucker, I would. Like, you ain't getting, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I have really seen in the Bible, in the real Bible, where a motherfucker killed, he, he killed the man for raping his sister, and they said it's okay. So, it's, 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 it's we get so, I want to be right. I want to be righteous. I want to be this, that, and the third, but I don't want to be balanced. I don't want to be, I don't want to be logical. You feel me? That's why I study my art. Like when I when I see my art, and I don't know why these happen to be the commandments and the, the ones that I actually decided to look at. But in in the um the 42 tenets of my art, it was like, I have not killed anybody unjustly. Wow. Thank you. I needed that. I needed that. I'm not saying I want to kill somebody. I'm not saying I would kill somebody. But if I had to and it's justified, I'm good. I'm good. Now, justification. That comes with a different level of understanding of, of self. But me personally, if I had to kill a motherfucker, trust me, it's justified. You deserve that shit. You deserve that shit. Because I'm not going to kill a motherfucker for no stupid shit. But that's divine shit. Because I understand the, the balance now. Not only do I understand the balance, I understand how to make the balance one. You feel what I'm saying? That's the whole context of the fucking religion. The end of every religion tells you what? There's going to be a great battle. You're going to get a new heaven, a new earth. And the shit is going to be, it, the, the good is going to fight with the evil. The evil is going to fight with the good. And all of the shit's going to settle at the end. Nobody wins or loses. If you really think about it, nobody loses, wins or loses. They go their own separate ways. They say, oh, well, he's going to lock the Leviathan up back into the battle. But he don't kill the motherfucker. If that nigga is so much evil, why are you not killing this nigga? The enemy, the Leviathan, and all of this shit. Why are you not killing this motherfucker? Because you can't. Because you need it for the story to continue. Because it's mythology. You feel me? As powerful as gods are, across the board, they never kill the devils. They just keep fighting these niggas over and over and over. Niggas don't get that part. Because that's how the story ends. It ends with you understanding divinity. Oh, they go their separate ways. But they have respect for each other in the battle. Yeah, with respect to each other. It's like you need the full battle of opposition in order to create the new heaven and the new earth. <gasps> Nigga, it's not hard. You feel what I'm saying? It's not hard. But it's that difficult when you get stuck in the middle of the fucking book. <laughs> when you can't make it past the first two points of the story. You feel what I'm saying? Because niggas get main character syndrome. And that comes from people pleasing. See, the main character syndrome, either you're going to always walk through life like you're the villain or you're going to walk through the motherfucker like you're the hero because it goes back to people pleasing and spite. Religion, it did a number on motherfuckers, bro. It does, it, and it does continue to do a number on motherfuckers because it don't walk into the spirituality to understand the breath. Bring it all back full circle because the breath is now balanced and you have the two points of your balance. The the spirit, the spirit, Your nervous system being um, sympathetic and parasympathetic. When you were in fight or flight responses, you're going to be stoked up on medicines because you got to calm yourself down. Every medicine that we that they put us on is largely designed to regulate our nervous system. 
Oh, you have overactive thoughts. Your brain is functioning. Your brain is a part of your nervous system. Nigga, like, niggas don't realize, like, all the nerves originate from the brain. The brain is the first nerve as a whole because you have starting actually cranial. The brain is the first nerve because you have the cranial nerves before you have the nerves of the neck. You feel me? You have the peripheral nervous system and you have the central nervous system. Nigga, it's the, nigga, the brain is the central nervous system. So when they say, oh, my thoughts are chaotic and shit like that in the third slide, they're going to give you some medicine to calm down your nervous system. They're going to tell you it's your mind, though. They're going to tell you it's your brain, it's your thoughts. No, nigga, it's your nervous system. Impulses are flying off. Why? Because you are in fight or flight response. Always. And you're not in rest to digest response. When you finally learn how to switch your body over to rest and digest, you learn how to walk that balance. So now... How that ties into the divinity of it all is because that's what the whole shit is supposed to teach you. Not to say, I got to stay in fight or flight response or I got to stay in rest or digest response. I got to know when the condition calls for what and how to turn what on. If a motherfucker say he going to slap the shit out of me, bing, fight or flight comes on, nigga, and I ain't fleeing. What it is, ho? Or what's up? You feel me? But then when I know that something that I've learned from animals, right? This is a crazy thing. When an animal gets a, when, when, when you are in the presence of an animal, especially a wild one, don't ask how I know this shit, but <laughs> when you're in the presence of an animal, when you are in fight or flight response, which means that you are scared, you're afraid of it, you give off a pheromone, you give off the scent that makes the animal feel like you're about to attack it. It's the same scent in nature when niggas is about to collide. Like that's the scent that you give off. Now, when you learn how to regulate your nervous system and go in a sympathetic mode, I mean, parasympathetic mode, you don't secrete that same enzyme. I mean, that same pheromone. And they don't feel threatened by you. This is why breathing is important. You feel what I'm saying? Because once you start breathing, it automatically shifts from the fight or flight response and calms your body down and secretes a different pheromone to let you know you're not a threat to that animal. It's crazy, but it's dope. It works. It's real. It's, it's wild. But... We don't know that because we see a snake, we see anything, and we ah, fight or flight, boom, boom, boom. And we wonder why a snake suddenly coils up. Bitch, I feel and I smell and I understand what you're giving off fear. Fear is threatening. Fear is a very threatening emotion. Now, this is when it goes back to the other side. When you're in fight or flight response, you give off fear. When you're parasympath and when you are in rest and digest mode, you get off will. Because remember when I was telling you, like, Children don't have fearless. Children don't have fear. They're not fearless. They're willful. You feel what I'm saying? So they don't understand the conceptualization of fear. That means they understand the conceptualization of will. And they understand it from the perspective of, I am not in a fight or flight response. I'm in a rest and digest response. You ever seen a baby be able to walk up to a squirrel and just pick? Like you ever notice how babies can just pick up animals and squirrels and shit? The animals that we can't catch. They could just walk up to them and embrace them and nothing happens to them. Because a baby does not have that innate fight or flight response that is already kicked on that we have as adults through developing uh, the other bullshit that we own because we don't have the divinity of ourselves. We don't know when to turn that shit off. When you learn how to calm your whole shit down, you feel me? And this is why breathing is important. And it ties it back in because when you go through the divinity, because when you start off in your singularity, you're already in the space of breathing, going from a child. It's when you become an adult and you restore your innocence and you learn how to differentiate between the two, 
you learn that balance. You know when to turn which off and when to turn which on and learn how to use them together. You feel what I'm saying? Breathing down into your diaphragm is very, very important, but it regulates your nervous system. When you start to regulate your nervous system, then you can think clearer. Motherfuckers be like, how do I get, how do I, like, they'll tell you to take high blood pressure medicine and teach you how to dilate your vessels. You feel me? All you got to do is breathe. But if you're constantly stuck in this space, now you have muscle memory to breathe into your chest, to have shallow breaths, and now you're getting heavier. You're eating certain, your body doesn't digest food. It doesn't digest nutrients when you're in fight or flight response. So all of the shit that you eat in a regular day, it's like how, motherfuckers be like, your metabolism slows, your metabolism doesn't slow down. It never comes on. At least the other side of your metabolism, which actually digests the shit. It never comes on. You know why it never comes on? Because you're always in fight or flight response. But even deeper than that is because you are, you're always picking a single, a duality. The duality that they force us to pick leads us always into the sympathetic mode, which allows them to control us. We don't know how to calm our minds down. Therefore, if we can't calm our minds down, we can't calm our body down because it's about the will. The ability to control yourself. But it's the ability to understand and restore your innocence to have the full capacity and the dynamic of everything that is encompassing within yourself. You feel me? So when we look at how we transition from the self, we go from the singularity to duality to the divinity. Once you bring it back, it's full circle. They say you act like a kid again. And you not act like a kid again in the sense that you're childish, but you're acting like a kid again in the sense that you're childlike. And fear is no longer a factor. Only your will. And don't forget to check out Cafe Clothing, formerly Just Seen's merch. Get all of your intricate designs crafted specifically for the melanated being to develop a positive imagery within self. And to have a little bit of fun in the process. From the peace, love, knowledge, and freedom to the dead horses and water designs. All the styles are crafted for the imagery to make you feel as you're supposed to feel. Because as I always say, the best way to fit in is to stand out. And what better way to stand out than with your exclusive styles from Cafe Clothing. I'm gonna go in into there. That's the three itties. That's the three itties. A lot of us. Mm, my bad. That was a good ass stretch, Nick. Uh, shit. Mm. <laughs> but yo, a lot of us we get caught up in. Um, we get largely caught up in the illusory side of it all. Um, because they want us to behave. They want us to be obedient. They want to reward us for being good. That we don't really master being bad. You feel me? Being bad is not a bad thing. It's necessary. It's necessary. As somebody who, when I was young, like I said, I didn't start fighting, fighting. <laughs> I ain't start fighting until after I got in my first fight because I used to get bullied. I was five, bro. I was five when I got bullied for the first time. And I was always a motherfucker because I didn't, because I knew that I would get in trouble for beating motherfuckers up. So I didn't do shit. But it got to a point where that nigga kept fucking with me. So I beat him up. And then after I beat him up, nah, I didn't fear shit no more. I was like, nigga, this all it is? This is what you do to bullies? They can't even fight. Most bullies can't even fight. That's why they fight smaller people. Then you get with a motherfucker who's smaller than you and you tear you up. And it's like, oh, shit. You feel me? But then it gets to that spiteful energy. You feel me? 
Like I've never been one who initiated fights. Who? Nah, I ain't never initiated a fight. Nah, I, I legit never initiated a fight. But I will fuck you up afterwards, like in some way, shape, or form. It's like if I didn't, I didn't initiate shit. But <laughs> after a while, you get to a, a, a space where you realize that life is forcing me to pick a side. Life is forcing me to pick a side. Heartbreak is making me. Heartbreak is either gonna make me not love these hoes, or try to love again. I'm mean, like motherfuckers retarded. They be like, I'm a hopeless romantic. Because if the first heartbreak didn't work, that means your the way in which you love is wrong. And again, it's tied off of infatuation, admiration, desire, and lust. How much pleasing do I give you to make you give me something back? I ain't giving you shit. You didn't give me some pussy. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That was spiteful scene. That was when I was spiteful and shit. But it's like real. It's like, oh my gosh, you don't show me. Like, I'm in a space now where I'm starting to come into terms with that. Like, with a lot of the women that I'm, you know, talking to and trying to shoot my shot with and shit. And it's like, according to the programming, you feel me? It's, oh, you got to do this, that, and the third. It's like, I'm not a people pleaser, baby. (laughs) I'm not a people pleaser and I'm not about to deal with your spite. Because we got to deal with that too. As men, sometimes that's the shit that we got to deal with. They call them women pick when they actually reciprocate and shit. But really, a lot of these women be spiteful motherfuckers who making you clean up the messes of another man. I ain't fuck you up, baby. So I have nothing to please. You feel me? I have nothing to please. I just have everything to be. Now, if you require that I please you, if you require that I do all of these things for you to even give me, like, I can't fuck with you. <laughs> and I have no desire to fuck with you after that because I get to be my full total self and you're picking a side of who you need to be to be with me. It ain't going to work anyway. So why waste our time? Like, I'm learning that shit now. It's like walking into that divinity space. And it's not just relationships with women, like homies too. Like, you you you're not you're not willing to be your full self because you think I, you gotta be what I am, nigga. No, nigga. No, be you, be you, and then we gotta see how we collaborate at that point because that's another piece to it. When you are in a singular space and you are in a duality space, everything is competition based. You feel me? Once you walk into that divine space, everything becomes collaborative because now you know how to collaborate because you don't need to pick a side. Because you're whole in the sense of your spitefulness and your people pleasing, your good and your bad, your highs and your lows, your strengths and your weaknesses. Everything is one within you. You feel me? So when you come into another space, you're dealing with a motherfucker who can, you know what I'm saying? Like, you don't have to worry about, like, when you're in a competitive nature, when you're in competitive space, you'll do some stupid shit. That's how people, you know how people be like, yeah, man, I'm just going to put in my work till my, till my turn come. No, I'm going to take my turn. The fuck? But then you had a spiteful people that'll step on you to make sure you don't get your turn. Nah, once you find that balance, you get to that rhythm of, I'm not waiting for somebody to give me a turn, but I'm also, but my turn is not also dependent upon somebody else's sabotage. You feel what I'm saying? But because you're a people pleaser, if you're in that people pleasing energy, you feel as long as I keep doing good, as long, no, you have to do what's necessary to get what's required. You feel what I'm saying? I'm watching people right now because of their, like, I got to keep coming back to it because this is what we at. The religion that people follow is what keeps them tamed. They're like, 
as long as I keep doing this, I'm going to get blessed. I'm like, people are literally insane because they're not receiving the blessings for the work they're not putting in. And they think as long as I think about it, I'm going to get it. What? No, no. Sometimes you got to go and grab your shit. You feel me? A lot of people ain't going to go and grab their shit because to grab it comes with the energy that's not people pleasing. It comes with a, it comes with a level of honesty of self that creates dishonesty in other people. Well, if you wasn't living a lie in the first place, none of this would be happening. You feel what I'm saying? We're watching a collective of people right now who won't be able to retire within the next five to 10 years. They're in denial to it. They're in denial to it. They're giving themselves all the justifications of, oh, yeah, I don't like nobody. Anybody who's like, yo, I, I, I worked for this long and I still want to keep working. Nah, bro, you was a good slave and you have to admit that shit. At that point, that's really what you have to come to terms with. You've been a good slave all your life. And now the only thing you know how to do is keep being a slave. You feel me? This shit different, homie. This shit different. I refuse to be like, you feel me? So there's things that I had to go and there's things that I had to learn to walk into my divinity. But the first thing was I had to regain my innocence. Like, that's not a hard thing to do, but it's a very difficult thing to do because you don't know when you lose your innocence and you don't know what causes your innocence to be lost. I know when my innocence was lost. You feel me? I know when my innocence was lost and I know when I picked the side, but I also know when I had my hero arc and I went to my villain arc, but I also know when I, I had a, I, when I sat not you sit and you study yourself for real, for real, you learn a lot about who you're supposed to be and you realize how divine you really are and how divinity is about making peace and making whole of the, of the things that you feel conflict with each other. You feel what I'm saying? Like when I talk about violence, Motherfuckers be like, I don't want a violent man. No, you do want a violent man. You want a man who's disciplined with violence, though. I tell motherfuckers all the time, and I don't bite my tongue. I don't sugarcoat it, and I don't feel bad about it. I am a violent motherfucker. I am very violent. I grew up around violence. I have a, I'm, a, I'm from the bloodline of, I'm a bloodline of warrior spirit. Like, every, on my daddy's side, all the males in my family, warrior spirit. They just don't have discipline with it. If you if you get into a scrap out with one of us, you fucked up. Like it, we don't even think twice about a fight. And I was I would always be afraid of that because I was so young, and that's why I didn't want to bully. That's why I didn't fight much. You feel I fought a lot, but I mean I didn't initiate the fights. I was never the bully type of fighter. But when it's like, damn, I didn't know you could fight. I know, nigga, it's in me. But I would always feel like something was wrong with me because I was like, Yo, why am I violent? Why do I want to fuck people up? Why do I want to do stupid shit? And it was never. A matter of just wanting to randomly fuck somebody up. It was wanting to met out the justice for injustice. I've always been like that. Now, what else did that translate to? Bigger aspects of my life. You feel what I'm saying? I still feel like I'm still a fighter. I'm very violent, but I understand I'm disciplined with my violence. I don't just go out doing stupid shit. You feel me? I don't just go out doing stupid shit. Never have, and I never will. But that's not going to stop me from being violent. You know what I'm saying? I just learned how to be disciplined with it. Women want a protector, but they don't want a violent man. Fuck you want that? A prayer warrior? <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? I wish I would. I wish a motherfucker would pull up a strap, pull a strap on me. I wish a motherfucker would run up on me and think I'm going to pray for him. Now I'm going to beat your motherfucking ass. Like, like we going to fight. Like, it ain't no, it ain't no, it, it, no. But I like to use that example of violence because that is violence. Understanding violence and being disciplined with violence is divinity like a motherfucker. 
martial arts, all of that shit, that's divinity like a motherfucker. I can go the distance with you, but I ain't got to go the distance with you. You feel me? That's how I look at life. That's what it is to restore your innocence, to know when it's necessary. You feel me? I know a lot of motherfuckers who suddenly got older and all of the shit that it's like you forgot. Like all of the shit that you went through in your life is important. <laughs> Stop trying to just embrace the good, trying to get into a space that like, I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. If your deity really created you in its image and likeness, your deity, as they say, knew you before you was formed in the womb. Your deity knew the exact environment and circumstances and conditions you had to survive and you think it'll punish you for the way you had to survive? I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. If you know that I'm supposed to be here, you know that you put me in poverty, you know you put me in the hood, you know you put me in a dangerous area. I grew up in a space. Every year I check this list. I don't know why, but the top 10 cities in North Carolina, right? That are some of the most violent cities, the most dangerous cities. I'm affiliated with eight of them. And when I tell people that, they be like, Which, I, I'm, hey, I lived there. I lived in them. In eight of these cities, in some way, shape, or form, I'm affiliated with them. And I've never been afraid of them. And I've always gone to those cities because it felt like home. You feel what I'm saying? But these are eight of the top 10 cities in North Carolina I'm affiliated with in some way, shape, or form. Either I've lived there, my family lived there, or my close friends lived there. And I spent a frequent amount of time there. You see what I'm saying? So when I'm saying like, nigga, I'm created in, in the image and likeness of a deity that knew me before it knew everything. And you put me in a situation, think I wasn't supposed to go through this to survive? Fuck. And I'm not supposed to embrace this shit? That's fucked up. That's a mind fuck right there. Somebody has to be accountable for that reality that has been created within your mind to realize I've been put in this situation. This being put me in this lifestyle and, and it didn't want me to survive this way. Because, you know, you have free will and content. No, no, fuck that. Fuck that. I got us. The, the goal is to make it to the end of life. And complete the purpose. That's it. Fuck what I had to do to get there because I made it. Now, if I die ahead of time, that means I didn't do the right move. You feel me? Because every day we wake up and we say, thank, you know, deity, God, Allah, Jehovah, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus for waking me up for another day. Why would you thank them for waking you up for another day if you're not living their life right? Because every day that you wake up is a day closer to the purpose you're supposed to be fulfilling. So that means everything of the past up until that point is right. It's supposed to be there. Why are you diminishing one side of it? You know why? Because it goes back into the chakra energy. Because it goes back into the survival side of the duality. It goes back into, I pick a feeling off what gives me credit, what makes me feel blame, what makes me feel pride, and what makes me feel shame. Bars. But... Most of us are ashamed of our past because we're taught to. We're taught to be. So if you're ashamed of your past, your personal identity is shameful. There's nothing that you have pride in. And it sucks because it's like that a lot of the times in our culture. That's why we talk bad about our kids to family and friends. And we brag about other, other motherfuckers to our kids because we're ashamed of ourselves. And we transmute that onto our babies and we make our babies hold up to a standard that they can't even fathom. And then now they become the people pleaser who tries to do what we do to make sure we not ashamed of them. 
because we're really ashamed of ourselves and the reality of the life that we live. Not realizing that I live this life to serve the purpose that I'm supposed to be here for. Everything that I give y'all is because of the life that I, I lived, that I understand now. And that's a part of what my purpose is, to help motherfuckers realize, bro, you better stop, bro, sis, all y'all, y'all better stop being ashamed of the shit that you survived, nigga. You lived it for a reason. You lived it to learn it. What were you learning out of that shit? And don't learn to beat yourself up and say, oh, I ain't shit. I ain't this, that, and the third. I loved every moment of my life because of what it taught me and what it led me to. That's why I give y'all the 200th episodes. That's why I give y'all the 300th episode. It's going to be every year, I'm, every 100th episode, I'm going to give y'all something impactful like that. But that's what those are. Why are you afraid of that shit? Because you're not walking in your divinity because you think your divinity is outside of yourself. No, the goal of divinity is to bring yourself back into singularity, but come into singularity with the understanding of the coming in. Divinity is coming into singularity with the understanding of duality. That's it. I know both sides. So I know when to lie. I know when to tell the truth. I ain't gonna hold you. I, the, the, the book can say thou shalt not lie, but if I got a lie to get out of some shit, I'm a lie. I never lie to get into some shit. But if I got a lot to get out of it, or if I got to bend the truth, or if I got to tell it a certain way, I'm going to do it. If that's what's necessary. You feel what I'm saying? Let me, let me, let me explain it like that. Because now it's, it's not that I break it down like that. It sounds crazy. But certain things are required in certain parts of your life. You feel me? You got to finesse shit if you need to be a finesser. But you got to know how to finesse. You got to be upstanding and you got to be righteous. But you got to know how to be upstanding and righteous. Sometimes it ain't called for. Sometimes it ain't called for. Sometimes it is called for. You feel me? Sometimes it's necessary to slap the shit out of a motherfucker. The fuck? Sometimes it is necessary to turn the cheek. You feel me? But sometimes it ain't. And, so, and more times than not, it's not. Like, nigga, no, you're not going to slap. No, you're not going to get the first cheek. And this is a part of divinity. I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. I say sometimes it's okay to, to slap. Like, I want, I live a space now singularity is when you have to turn the other cheek right duality is when you get it when you know which cheek you're allowed to be slapped and not you know turn divinity is you won't get the first cheek like i'm not going to retaliate on you i'm not going to spaz on you but i'm not going to let you get me like that because i'm on point with it because i understand the full dynamic of everything that has led up to this point i know when i'm in danger nigga I don't need to be shot. Like, I got into a couple of situations when I was younger and shit where niggas just, you know, ran up on me. I heard you want to fight. Ping, 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 ping. And we just started fighting. Niggas like, yo, what you? Because I already know what's next. I already know what's next. I already know what's next. If I say, nah, I didn't say I want to fight you, blah, blah, blah. Now he going to go tell you, yeah, I bitched him and shit like that. I don't want to, I want to end all of that shit. I want to end all of that shit. Cause then we're going to have to come back again. And it's like, yo, I heard you say this. And I don't, I don't do that. Like, the sole fact that you came up to me, you was testing me anyway. To see if you can bitch me. And no, you can't. So much so that you got you catch these hands right now. And out of these hands are caught, what did we learn? You feel me? It's what it is. But that's life, bro. That's what it is to be in, div in a divine space, bro. Like, it's not good. It's not bad. It's balanced. It's necessary. It's what's required. It's like, all right, bet. This is where I got to be. This is how I got to move. Like when you listen to the music and shit, like you feel me? Listen to how the conscious rappers rap. 
You feel me? I ain't got no, I ain't got nothing against the conscious rappers. But they rap like they're trying to be conscious. Like, I want you to know that I'm smart. Nah, nigga, I don't give a fuck about that shit. Because I master the divinity of both sides and shit, that's how I can flip. That's how I can put some stupid shit into some smart shit and just keep flowing in and out. Like, that's how I do what I do. You feel me? I'm going to give you some consciousness and I'm going to give you some unconscious shit because at the end of the day, there's shit that you know, there's shit that you don't know, but the way in which I bridge it, you're going to know it all. Profane profanity, bro. That's divine. It's divine as fuck. It's divine as fuck. It's divine as fuck. You feel me? But this shit getting long, so I'm going to go ahead and end there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables. And our kids, look, our kids start off divine. We reduce them down in a single layer and make them pick a dual side. It starts, it starts with how they have to move around your feelings. How they have to move around the feelings of everybody else. And in that movement of their feelings, how they have to deny their own. You feel me? Like, we do our babies so dirty. Smiling in the faces of motherfuckers they know don't like them. Then now you get to the point where you you know, Tina, I know this bitch don't like me. I heard girls that used to say that shit in middle school, like, yeah, I know this bitch don't like me and watch me go up and hug her man anyway. Spiteful shit. Spiteful behavior, bro. But it all comes into the same reality. How you choose to deal with somebody else's feelings around you. Because how you're taught to deal with other people's feelings. Not your own feelings, but how you're taught to be around other people's feelings. It starts there. Because now you develop credit or blame. And from credit or blame, you're going to develop what? Pride or shame. And from pride or shame, you're going to go into the heart chakra energy where you're either going to love or hate. And if you love, it's going to be for the power of betterment through correction. If you hate, it's going to be for the power of betterment through incorrection. And then you're going to go into your throat chakra, which is going to be the lies you tell and the lies you hear, whether you know they lies or not. That's why belief is so motherfucking potent, because motherfuckers just be regurgitating shit that ain't ever heard. You see what I'm saying? Like, I had an auntie, and, you know, I was, I was, she was like, you know what? Calling on the name of Jesus and shit. And I was like, yo, you know his name wasn't Jesus, right? What they got to do anything? Well, that means you're calling on something wrong. Because if you deny me in front of man, I deny you in front of my father. And if you're calling me out of my name, that's denying me in front of man. What you think is going to happen when you meet me? Like, well, I learned Jesus. So, all right, well, now that you know, you're making the conscious choice not to know. So you better hope I'm right. And it's not real because <laughs> you feel me. It is what it is. But those are lies you tell and lies you hear, whether you know or lie, it's a lie, not whether you care it's a lie or not. That's the thing about lies. Like nobody knows that people be thinking lies are always deceptive. No. The truth can the lie can be programmed into your mind so deeply you think it's the truth. The universe knows it's a lie and it's gonna respond to such. You feel me? We gotta stop doing this to our babies, bro. Look at what it's creating. Over the last 400 years, this is what it's been creating for our people. Making our babies have to be responsible for the feelings of older people who are soft and miserable and broken and all of this shit. Like, no, kids can't be honest. Kids are brutally honest. No, kids tell the truth because they're innocent. They literally, and, and innocence is not just, I didn't, they're not guilty or no shit like that. Innocence is, well, it is. Innocence and guilt. That's like, think why that's such so big in the court system. You're innocent until proven guilty, but you go to court and treat it like you're guilty. Until you're proven innocent. But it's too late then. Because now everything that you've gone through in that process no longer makes you innocent. Because now you internalize that guilt in some way, shape, or form. Which is either going to be the onus, which is going to be the blame or the, uh, the, sh- uh, the blame or the credit. You see what I'm saying? That's crazy. 
Because now all of that shit, like, I know homies right now that got felonies, but they call themselves felons. It's powerful. Because they really think they can't do nothing else in life. They stuck where they are. Because I am a felon. I can't vote. Who the fuck cares? I can't do this. Who the fuck cares? Like, you're still a human. You're still alive. But I'm a felon. That's a powerful sentiment to utter over yourself because what personal identity does that give you? Feel me? Tying it back. Let's look at our homies, our, our babies. When we call our boys bad and shit, call our girls fast, look what they grow up into. You feel me? You're either going to have that boy who's, who's soft, who doesn't want to touch anything, who's so meek and timid and shit. Ultimately, they're going to call him what they call him. But he becomes a people pleaser. Because I don't want to be bad. He had, I don't give a fuck if I'm bad. Hmm. You're going to be spiteful. Little girl, you call fast. I don't want to be fast. So I'm going to be the modest girl. I'm going to be this, that, and the third. I'm where it is. No. Then you had the other one who's like, I'm going to let it all hang out. Fuck it. You call me fast. I'm going to be fast. Now I'm going to be fast out of spite. Now I'm going to be bad out of spite. Watch what we utter over our babies, bro, because it, cha- it tanks their innocence and it creates the duality that they, if they never understand how to reach the crown consciousness again, they'll never restore their innocence back. You see what I'm saying? But we got to break that. So this long as hell, so I'm going to go ahead and end it there. Go kiss your babies. Make sure they eat their vegetables, and I'm going to see y'all all on the next one. Peace, love, knowledge, and freedom. I'm out.